Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to Podcast 110. It's the Simon Says Podcast. It's Maddie. It's Charlie. Sean, under the weather today. Yeah, so we can handle it. We can do this. So don't forget, wherever you're listening to this, find a way to like, rate, subscribe, uh, tell all your friends, and help us maybe get just enough of you listening that I can start getting some sweet ad reads. Um, That's my yeah. favorite part of every podcast, <laughs> ad reads. And I want to get that podcast money. Ooh, podcast money. So I saw this story, um, and this isn't the first time we've seen this, but it was a guy who, um, they caught him on security, dressed up in walmart gear you know he had the vest and whatever else mm-hmm. and walked through i don't know if he came in through the front but he ended up walking out of the back loading dock area with a giant tv uh loaded it into his girlfriend's car then went back in got another tv walked back out again all the while not being stopped by a single person well you know each walmart store they're giant so I can imagine that everybody doesn't know everybody who works there. So there was a funny debate. Um, I've been, there's still there's still not buses for everybody in Guilford County. Uh-huh. So I'm the afternoon bus driver. And it was a funny debate between uh, my stepson and his friend who are the same age. They're both 16, 17. And then my daughter was in the car. She's 16. And they were talking about this coworker of theirs. They work at... Um, a restaurant in town and I was asking that basically this guy they work with works somewhere else and my stepson was like I don't know where he works and the other kid's like he comes in in Applebee's you know in an Applebee's shirt and has Applebee's with him you know why do you you don't realize that he works at Applebee's yeah and my stepson's like I don't know he just really likes Applebee's (laughs) so much so that he wears the shirt so what made me laugh is that made me think of it it was like Cause so then we're we're making fun of him. We're, you know, oh yeah, yeah. Because that's totally normal. Yeah, I, I like to walk yeah. around in in khakis and a red shirt with a Target name tag. But I just really dig it. You I know, just like really like Target. I like that style. So it, it, it's why it made me laugh. Because I would assume if I saw somebody then in a Walmart wearing the blue vest, I would assume they work there. You would assume that they work absolutely. There. And like I said, they have a lot of employees at each store, so I wouldn't necessarily be surprised. If I saw someone that I didn't know. I can't, but even still, I, I, 
I mean, I guess, okay. There's not that many people work here at the radio station. No, so, but there have been times when someone worked here for quite a while before I actually realized that they were a regular employee. God, I guess you're right. You I mean, I guess true. there has been those cases before. Or, you know, or I do like the ones where, like, Sean will say, hey, do you remember working with so-and-so? And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> what I don't. What did they do? But, yeah, so this person dressed up. They put the Walmart vest on. And they went hauling. Now, what I find very bold is the fact that he went in and out twice. With oh, I know. Large TVs. Like, yeah, walked right out the loading dock, loaded up a, a Jeep Cherokee, went back in, got another TV, and walked back out again. Not and only do I not know that employee, but he's loading TVs out the back, which we do not do, and putting them into customers' cars where they're supposed to be parked in the front, but. I, I mean, it's it's fine. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. It'll be okay. I, Do it I, again. I can't even imagine. But see, I've never really worked in. I only worked in retail once, and there wouldn't have been an opportunity. It was like at a mall, so I don't think anyone would have walked in. Like, what other job could you do that? Like, what other business? I mean, I okay. So say take Target. Yeah, but so, um, like say maybe Home Depot, you could get like a cart full of something. But even then, you, like you feel like you ha okay. So with like Home Depot, you'd got to don't wouldn't you have to walk in? You'd have to walk out through the main front. Like I wonder if he used to work there. I have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh -huh. So like, because then this is my other my other thing. Where did he get the vest? So where did he get the vest? It did was it his own vest? Did he find it? You know, maybe you find it at Goodwill. I mean, I don't know if that's something that happens. Like maybe it someone got rid of there. <laughs> no, but like so, I'm thinking about it. So say. Say I want to perform some sort of master heist at Target. So I go, I get my my khakis and my red shirt. Yes. I walk to the TV department. I pick it up. But then then the theory, so what he's doing is walking back out the loading dock. Yeah. So how would I wouldn't even know where the how to get to the loading right. dock so without I, actually having worked at that store. So that's the other thing. So he it must have been an inside job. Charlie. This podcast is pivoting. It's a crime. It's, it, we're now a true crime podcast. <laughs> Figuring out how to do true. Don't anyone take our suggestions. Yeah, no, wait. We're just spitballing right now, but right. I, I, we're going to write these ideas down because I think we could solve this crime. No, I because that, that was the thing. It's like you've always seen when you At go least... to any business and you see like employees only. It's like I'm always curious, like what's back there? Like what? What kind of cool amusement park? What kind of amazing? Okay, thing? so at least that one lady a few weeks ago, she loaded up the TV into a cart and she just went right back out the front door. And when people tried to stop her, she just kept on going and said, "Hey, come help me put this in my car." Like tried to act like, you know, it already been purchased and what have you. But this guy snuck out the back twice. Yeah, uh, that just to me is pretty pretty bold. But and wait. They don't put all of those great big TVs out on the shelves, do they? Like, did he just get them all from the back room? I don't know. I mean, no. Like, at Best Buy, they have a bunch of that stuff out. Um, actually, yeah, Best Buy's got a ton of TVs. Like, you know. I really, like, now I'm invested. What's a, now I want to, wait, I guess Best Buy's khakis in a blue shirt, so. Yes. I wonder if I get a blue shirt. I got khakis. Okay, so anyway, um, before we get more into our true crime podcast <laughs> of stealing stuff, I think you said... Good. Where did you say you found the thing about the struggle meals? Is it on our Facebook? Um, it is on the Simon Facebook page. And we put up the post that said, what's a struggle meal that you would make when you were short on money? 
like maybe, you know, when you were in college or you're just starting out or if you're a single parent or whatever and you just yeah. didn't have a whole lot of money, sometimes you got to get really creative and, you know, look in the cabinet, throw some things together. One guy said, what's, what's you got, Stu? Which <laughs> is basically meat bones simmered with whatever veggies and carbs that you can scrounge up. Oh, but he had meat bones. Um, yeah, I That's mean, bougie. you got to have meat bones first, though. <laughs> Whoa, fancy. Uh, of course, everybody said mac and cheese. Yeah. Because it's so cheap. This one girl, Kelly, said she had cans of tuna, but then she'd go to the college cafeteria and get the free packets of mayo and relish and then make oh, tuna salad. That's that's smart. Because tuna fish right? on its own is fairly cheap. Yeah. Go back to the mac and cheese for a second. Yeah. What I like about mac and cheese, and it's the same as like any of the hamburger helpers or any of those things, it's almost like they're the perfect vessel for just about anything. Oh, sure. So like my wife, would, she said like that was one of her things one of her go-tos was a box of mac and cheese, a box of, you know, a thing of frozen broccoli and whatever the cheapest protein was. Yeah. Like ground beef or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Tuna. It's perfect. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Like a a, a real thrown together. To me, it's like, like I used to dig, yeah, just ground beef and mac and cheese and just squirt a bunch of ketchup on it. (laughs) A lot of people said, Spaghetti noodles with ketchup on them instead of sauce. Never done that. See, I feel like I could put together enough for the the sauce. My favorite thing to eat in college and still to this day when I just want something and I kind of don't know what I want is noodles like rotini noodles. Yeah. With butter and Parmesan cheese. Yeah, no, that's a good one because that's Sometimes generally. If I'm, if I'm feeling frisky, I might throw a little basil on top. But ooh, bougie, fancy, yeah, no herbs. But Whoa, yeah, that's that is my favorite thing. You know, I think it's funny that the kids eat or they used to eat. Actually, I think they finally did burn out a little bit on it, but they used to pummel ramen in my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and ours does too. And that was one of those ones where I forgot about it. I mean, I used to love ramen. Back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't put anything in it. It was just, it was like a good dorm room oh, meal. Yeah, I just ate the noodles. It would be hot pot. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Or <laughs> would you eat like just the dry noodles? Oh, no, no. I mean, I always, I always made the the noodle, but then I, I dumped some of the water off because I don't want it as soup. I just wanted the noodles and then just yeah. use, use the I didn't generally and... do the soup. So yeah, I would generally do that too. Yeah. But um, there were times when, when I, I might have. I might have been drinking, maybe a little bit. <laughs> and you crunched on the noodles? Uh, take the noodles and just sprinkle the seasoning on it and just eat it. Uh, I mean, that works. Uh, hot dogs are a popular Hot dogs are good meal. for just about everything. Yeah. Um, pintos. I mean, I that, did, that'll last you forever. I never did beans. Um, what else? Let's see. Poached eggs that someone stole. Vic stole them from the farmer down the road. <laughs> Oh, that's risky because if you get the wrong eggs, they, they're, you're, you get the ones with the, the babies in them. Oh, come on now. <laughs> I had that happen to me. Look, I'm forever Did traumatized really? by farm eggs. Oh, gosh. It's okay, very, well, let's, it, not, I, let's not go there. But no, what? I don't want to talk about a okay, cracking okay. an egg and that happening. It was but, like a cartoon. It came out. It was like, hi, are have you, you ever, my mommy? And have you like, ever taken oh. the ramen noodles and instead of using the seasoning packet, you put like some peanut butter and soy sauce on them? No, but that sounds good too. It's good. Like Try it. Peanut noodles. Yeah, we just exactly. did that. the other. We did something similar to that the other day. That's yeah. actually a, a good one. 
we've been I've been hitting a wall. You know, we we've talked about you know cooking and whatnot and trying to find recipes. And then you know, there's the stories about people getting to that rut of like the same six things, and then you just keep rotating and yeah. rotating. It is. I I think I'm finally getting to that point in my life where I like I love cooking and I like coming up with stuff, but I realize it's like I don't get the satisfaction that I used to in coming up with food because of who I'm cooking for. Everybody has very specific tastes Mm -hmm. and everyone is very opinionated about what they do and don't like. Yeah. I mean, all the way down, like my wife, my stepson and my daughter are all like when it's the four of us. It, and it's very rare that there's something that I'm like, eh, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. But Yeah, same here. But, oh, God, there's times where I'm just like, <laughs> we had, I'll say it, my wife and I had a had a fun fight the other morning. It was like, we on Sunday mornings, we do our menu plan grocery shop. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to menu plan, and it was like bashing my head against the wall because it was. I felt like everything I said was like, no, no. And then she said something, and I'm like, no. And I don't remember, she said something and I, I, of course, didn't filter and it was like slam down, walk out of the room. I'm like, ah, crap. So my man and I, I'm very lucky because he's just happy for me to cook a meal. (laughs) Yeah. And so he will eat just about anything that I make. And we've, we've talked about this numerous times on the show. I am not a chef. I'm not even that great of a cook. I can follow a recipe. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not, you know, whatever, but it's nourishment in your body. The difficult part is that, um, you know, and it's gotten better. It actually has gotten better in the five years that we've been together. But, you know, the kid was not raised eating a whole being very experimental. Yeah, he's real, real cut and dried meat and potatoes, doesn't want to eat any vegetables except green beans and corn. You know, that kind of thing. And so there was not a lot of variety in his life before I came along. And so that's where it gets difficult for me, because at least in the first few years that we were together, he just really didn't want to try anything. Anything. And you're just getting better because he's 15 now. So he's starting to get a little bit better at that. Same with uh, my stepson. It's like he he's gotten a lot better about certain stuff. But it it is still funny. It's like I, I even know. Like if I'm if I'm looking at stuff, I'll go. All right, well, this is probably going to cause some drama, but you know, I, yeah, I'm not going to completely change this plan because of this, this, and this. Right. But he it, still it was, doesn't like any kind of seafood, so that has to be reserved on on days that either he's not right. We do the there, same thing, or if um, I'll have to make him some chicken to go along with the seafood that we're having. Or yeah, we. You know, it's interesting because. I think we had a moment. So you calling these things struggle meals, but there is something to be said about how awesome that go to. It's almost like that comfort meal. Yeah. And it, it and I think there is a lot of comfort to be found from from some of these things. Like there is something that like to guess get a box of mac and cheese, some ground beef and some broccoli and throw it all together and throw it on a plate and just mm-hmm. go, "Here you go." Yeah. And I think that was something like my wife and I finally came to, which was, you know, I had to tone it back because I was trying to do new stuff all the time. Yeah. And I have all these cookbooks and all this stuff. And there was finally a point where it was like, no, you know, why bother? We don't have that much time. And it's just, it causes you more stress by doing this. So it's like, I almost want to go back to, like we started to go back and we started to pull some of those, what we used to be, excuse me, what used to be a struggle meal. 
and maybe yeah, well you know maybe what? touch it up a little I bit. I kind of did the same thing because I thought you know every night I had to make a meat and a side and a vegetable in some way, shape, or form, and it always had to be a balanced meal and whatever. And I forget that you know sometimes you can just have hot dogs and it's okay. Yeah, you know <laughs> it, it's like a salad. A salad can be some lettuce, some tomato, some cucumber, and like some carrot. Or a salad can just be Caesar dressing in some lettuce and some croutons. Yeah. You know, like that was, <laughs> I remember that being a, a, a nice go-to when we realized like, we could just get a thing of Caesar dressing and that's make that, that's a salad. Exactly. Or, um, you know, I used to be big on buying the, the fresh vegetables all the time. And then I'm like, I'll buy a big bag of green beans and a big bag of uh, broccoli, like frozen. Oh veg, yeah. And just nuke it for a couple minutes and maybe... Mm. Tossable things I've on actually, it. Actually, I've got. We'll talk later, but I've got a great recipe for green beans. <laughs> you use frozen green beans, but it, they are just as good and taste homemade. Um, so yeah, I figure I, that's the one thing I have figured out is how to do really tasty green beans. <sighs> All right. So, needless to say, the struggle meal but isn't yeah. necessarily a struggle anymore. I, I think that there's something to be said. Like, and well, I, yeah. I'll actually have to check it out because I, I do like, I love the thing about, you said about the girl who got, who get the tuna and then go get the free mayo and uh, relish. Exactly. That's, that's really brilliant. I, you know, I never liked tuna fish for a very long time. And then all of a sudden something clicked and I realized between that and chicken salad, how very easy it is to make. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I actually don't mind it. I don't know why. I, you know, it's it's like that some stuff comes full circle of stuff that you would never eat. And then you you suddenly are all into it. I was that way oh. about sour cream. And then one day it was like accidentally on something. And I'm like, oh, this is good. Wait a minute. <laughs> but a couple of the comments on here said with the gas prices the way they are, we might need to go back to struggle meals. So write some of these down. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. It's you, look, it is what it is. And I'll say then we'll we'll leave the gas price alone. But yeah, I I had I had that moment the other day. I watched a woman fill up her expedition, oh, and wow. I was like, oh, that wasn't good. I was curious because I saw I saw in the reflection on the window, like I saw the numbers, and I was like, yeah, I filled up my SUV, and it was like sixty bucks. Well, mine, um, you know, the new Hyundai Santa Cruz that I got, it gets just a little, not quite as great gas mileage as the car I had before, but it has a bigger tank. Yep. So when I do fill it up, it automatically costs more and now it really costs more. So last week when I filled up and it was over 50 bucks, I about fell down. <laughs> yeah. It's like, cause I've never done that before. It's hard, it, you know, and it's hard cause it reminds me the last time it was about this high was when I had, I had, I had just gotten rid of one car and I really had wanted the four door Wrangler had just come out mm-hmm. and I, I was like, I had always wanted a Jeep. And so I like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grown man adult. I'm going to get I'm, the car I want. I'm going to get in my, you know, my wife at the time was like, okay, go for it. That's cool. It's your money. So I got the four door, you know, the four door Wrangler and I got some big tires on it and it was a manual transmission. And, <laughs> and I just, I drove that thing for three months. The gas prices were crazy. And the worst thing about that thing was, is that it had a readout on the dash that would tell you actively what your miles per gallon were. Mm-hmm. What I love about my Explorer is it, it's very, it's like, this is how many miles you have left till you're empty. Or other than that, you got to really go look for your miles per gallon. Okay. So it's, it's almost like I'm better off if I don't see it. I mean, I know it's, mm-hmm. I know it's coming. Yeah. And I know like, God, I always feel like I was just at the gas station, but I ended up having to get rid of the, the, um, 
the Wrangler just because it was like I couldn't afford it at right. the time. Because at that time, what was that, 2008 when yeah. gas yeah, prices was, shot up to around four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, bucks. it actually was because that's right. Because my kid was born. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> the running joke was I was very excited to get a Jeep at a soft top, take the top off. And my daughter was about two mm-hmm. and would sit in the back and go, Daddy, too much wind. No, Daddy. No, Daddy, too much wind. And it's like, but honey, Daddy got a Jeep for this reason. Yeah. Honey, this is cool. Shush. Yeah, you're cool baby. Cool babies sit in the backs of Jeeps in their car seats with the top down, okay? <laughs> why, why don't you be more rad? Don't worry about your hair. Well, there's nothing really can, we can do about that unless we want to all get Teslas, but I, that sounds like that's a debacle on its oh, own. Oh, exactly. But... um. What was the other thing we were going to talk? Oh, the home remedies thing. So what was the thing about that? It was like uh, the cure-all for stuff? Yeah, like 70% of Americans say they have a product in their house that they think is a cure-all. and Or they just have something that they say it's a go-to for if if something, you know, if you you cut yourself or you're sick or you're whatever. And then, oh, here's this thing. This always works. For me, and I will tell you, this is mine, uh, if you get the hiccups... Drink a shot of lime juice. Uh, I agree. Um, And don't go, I mean, bitters, blah, 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 do this, do that. No, trust me on this. I've been doing this since for about 20 years. It's only not worked immediately, maybe twice. There was, there was literally, there was just something about hiccups. It was like the top hiccup cures. And they were saying why they might work. And, you know, there's that idea of, um, I think the thing with the like the with the sour with like uh like with like a lemon or a lime you know that kind of thing it was the mm-hmm. um oh god it was something about the distraction of it or it, it yeah you're your like body you're off. real sour and you're you're you get concentrated on that and you kind of forget about the hiccups and if it doesn't work immediately maybe do one more shot of lime juice just straight lime juice and uh, but I guarantee it's gonna get rid of your hiccups. See, I used to always do the well. <laughs> the other thing was. I say I used to always do when I would be at the bar <laughs> and the hiccups would come on uh, instead of taking that as a sign that maybe it's time to stop. <laughs> <clears throat> you'd get the lime, get the, uh, the the lemon wedge with the bitters and sh- mm. sugar. But see, not not every oh, wait, bar. Was that, or is that a shot? Some, no, I think that's, I think, a, doing, I think that's a lemon I drop. I think you're doing lemon drop shots. <laughs> wait a minute. This is a hiccup cure. You know, not every bar has bitters. No. No, especially if it's it's like a hole in the wall or, you know, a sports bar or whatever. They don't have bitters, but everybody's got lime juice. Yeah. No, that's a good call. Um, There was something else from that story, too. It was like, uh, you know, here's something else that works. Thinking about cows. And and I read it and I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But the whole theory was, is that if you're thinking about cows, you're not thinking about your hiccups. You're distracted from your hiccups. So... If the next time you have really bad hiccups, obviously, you know, try Charlie's ch- technique. Of Drink your, lime juice and think about cows. Think about cows. Oh, it can't cows. hurt. It can't hurt. Um, you know, I have this good friend, Holly. She's one of those really natural, you know, there's a natural cure for everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other day we were on a, like, we have this video app that's called Marco Polo where everybody talks back and forth. I've and heard stuff. about that. Yeah. And, um. She was talking about how she had a, a patch, a breakout on her face. She's like, ooh, I'm going to need to get some frankincense. I'm like, what are you, one of the three kings? Who who yeah. has a frankincense? Is, <laughs> is that, that a real a thing? thing? I don't know. Apparently it is, and apparently it's expensive. 
And well, obviously, um, they, they it's, were, they, it's they, on the shelf next to the gold and the myrrh. <laughs> Don't know. Myrrh. I was like, who buys frankincense? If you had told me that that was a real thing, yeah, I, I didn't know it was still a thing you could like buy in the store. Where do you go? To, where does one buy? Like. I guess Whole Foods. I bet Whole Foods has probably. I mean, all I can picture is like you know being in Morocco in the in the spice market or something to get it. I don't know where else you go. Quick, someone give birth to a baby. That's possibly the savior, and then these three guys are gonna show up with. I, don't worry about gold and and, and myrrh. I just want I just frankincense. Need your frankincense. Like, come here, come here, man. Thank you. Yeah, we didn't ever had any. Like, I don't. I wouldn't say that I have any go to remedies for anything other than. Uh, it, it is funny. I've adopted from my kitchen days. Uh, if I cut myself, I'll use uh, super glue instead of a band aid. Mm-hmm. But I get yelled at a lot by this wife I have. She's like, uh, <laughs> that can't be good for your body. This she, isn't healthy. She like worried about chemicals and stuff. God, but it's it worked. Chemicals in a hole. I don't understand. But it's, you know, it's because the thing was is that I, I hate band aids because. I would always be cooking. Right. And so you would always get some sort of fabric band-aid or something. And even if you get the stupid little finger condom or a glove, like I would, it would always get wet yeah. and then it would make the cut worse. Exactly. So if you just cover your finger in super glue, it makes a nice protective shell and it was great. Um, but yeah, again, my <laughs> wife is all like, oh, you shouldn't be squirting super glue. Although I, do, I will say this, I've had the worst time keeping super glue in my house. So like, I think what I need to do is just buy a bunch of those little tiny tubes uh-huh. because you'll use it and then it, you put it in your drawer. Like how often do you use super glue? And then I go to like when I need it, I go to grab it and it's all hardened up and I can't. Mm. That's why it's got the little pin. It doesn't work. I did that and it didn't work. I had a tube of super glue disappear and I still to this day don't know where it is. And the child did not stick his fingers together. So he didn't take it. And <laughs> I don't know. But things like that happen in my house all the time. I mean, it's ghosts. It's, oh, did you see okay. the thing about, um, was it, were you here? Oh, yeah, 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 it was you and me. We were talking about Courtney Cox's house. Yeah. Uh, how she, uh, she, her house is haunted. It, it was, she had bought a house in LA and it was like notoriously haunted. And she even had, uh, Carol King had lived there. And then Carol King came over to have a seance, which we thought was crazy enough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then the. Uh, That's what you do. Mm. But then the thing that that uh, sealed the deal for her is when the UPS driver showed up and was like, hey, uh, is your house haunted? And she's like, yeah. Well, I mean, I've been told that. And he's like, okay, because there's something right behind you. Yeah, there's my stand in there. Did you? <laughs> um, okay, here's the thing, though. If this house was notoriously haunted, yeah. that was probably somehow disclosed to her before she bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, Then aren't I, you kind of on your own? It, it just it goes back to that idea. Because you had the, then you had the thing about the dog... Where yeah. the dog was freaking out, looking at something. And what was the thing? The guy, uh, he said he heard a voice. He said, okay, so the dog kept barking at the door. And it was like, and his hair was standing on end. And it was a Rottweiler. So he's usually not afraid of anything. Yeah. And then right about the time that he was like, calm down, boy. Calm down. What is it? He heard a voice say, the dog can see us. He can't yet, but he will. I, it's got to be. And then was, a door slammed. Okay. I was thinking about that. There's somebody in your attic. It's got to be. There's got to be someone in the house. Someone in be your someone. attic or one of your friends planted a camera and this is hilarious. You know, <laughs> it is. 
I oh god, I was watching something on TikTok. It was uh, sorry, this is stream of consciousness. It was something where he was feuding with his neighbor, mm-hmm. and, and so what he did was is that he, him and this woman had been really going at it, like fighting, and I guess he he had busted her cheating on her husband, and he. I feel like he said something to the husband. The husband's like, okay, dude, you know, like you're just, no. So, so he took, he has like a lot of recording equipment and speakers and stuff. So he recorded something that was like saying to her, either Siri or Alexa to set a reminder to, you know, like you're going to go cheat on your husband on this day. Like he said it like in a reminder, don't forget, you know, about cheating uh, this time. So then he plays it real loud and then you can hear in the other room, Oh, no, no, that was it. No, he, okay, he dialed into her Bluetooth and went through her speaker and, and, and had and, to go into and her house. Set, yeah. And so the voice was going in. That's, that's where I was going with this. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so I tuned out. No, what? No, no, no. So it's the idea like, can you, when you uh, connect up to somebody's device mm-hmm. to really mess with them, it's like, could you go, could you just go to someone's house and be like, you know, Kind of make some noise and then be like, I'm in your attic. And it's like, where's that coming from? And it's you your speaker. Could, I think you could. I think somehow you could make that happen. Starts playing music. We yeah. we talked about that. Uh, oh, if somebody I, can put a camera in a toilet, surely someone with real tech skills could figure out how to make scary voices come through your house. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Think, gross. But I feel go like on. The toilet and the camera take some tech skills. I don't think you just do that. No? Yeah. You know, anybody can just put a take camera in there. Um, well, if you want to mess with your, your neighbors, pipe into their Bluetooth and make their dog think the house is haunted or have a, or hire the UPS guy to show up and say, Hey, is your house haunted? There's a ghost behind you. Or get a ghost. Um, so this is a funny, my kid came home from school yesterday, uh, super upset. And so I went to go talk to her because, you know, she, she is a pretty even keel kid. Mm -hmm. So her and... The my stepson go to the same school. He's a year older. They're in high school and they had some sort of after school activity. So I guess they were getting ready to leave and he said something to her like he was just being him. He's real bullish. So he was just like, we gotta go. We gotta go. And she's like, hold on, I'm gonna go do this. And he's like, no, we gotta go. And he storms off. Well, he as he's walking away, my kid forgets where she is and you know just yells at him to, to f off and, and flips him the bird to where of course there were teachers still at the school <laughs> so she you know of course got she said she yelled at me and i was in trouble Miss swanson yeah and it was like i it made me laugh so hard i was like first of all honey you need to remember you can't talk to him at school the way you talk to him here like, no, it, it's so neat to see how they react. Like if you take two only kids uh-huh. and you have now put them together for as long as they have, they have gone right into where like myself and, and my sister. sister Yeah, to where like, I don't think we ever. Yeah, our age difference was five years. So we never were in the same school other than like same. fifth grade kindergarten yeah. or whatever. Um, so it's funny to watch them now. I just, it made me laugh so hard. And I felt so, so bad. Close in age. And she was so upset. She's like, there was a driver's head class and they heard it. And I was like, no, oh, they didn't. They she's didn't. just more embarrassed than yeah. anything else. And I'm like, did the teachers yell at you or did they say, watch the oh, language? No, no, no. You yeah. know that every, anytime an adult 
gets stern with a child, they're yelling. That's what I've learned. It just, it's so funny because suddenly now these children who were very cautious about their language have hit an age where four get it. And yeah. it's like, dude. It's happening in our house too, where you can you can tell he still doesn't say them. He he's slipped like once or twice, but he still doesn't say them, but you know he wants to. Oh, God. But if he were around his friends, he absolutely would. And he has to like catch himself all the time. My sweet, tiny, adorable baby angel, my, my my little girl. Cusses like a sailor. <laughs> And does it well. Like wonder where she learned that. I, I blame I blame TV. <laughs> exactly. Because be I TV. don't use language like that as much. No. Or I well, no, no I've gotten of worse. Of course not. But it was so funny to me. I just I was like, honey, I'm like, she's just so mad. And I'm like, you can't, you you gotta remember where you are. And it's like that whole thing. It's like the idea of kids cursing. It's like Know your audience, like know who you're around. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, you know, I mean, we have to do that and very much so have to be careful of it because the things I say around my house just, I mean, I cuss like a sailor, but in my job, I'm not allowed to. So we are sitting here having a conversation. And if we weren't on the radio, it, uh, we'd be peppered in there all over the place. But somehow I know how not to do that. Yeah, you know, the teachers are always listening to us and they're called yes. the FCC and none of us yeah. can afford the fines. But no. Yeah, that was a but good yeah, one. That's what they haven't learned. Once they start using them, they want to use them all the time. It's like, no, 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 no. <sighs> My daughter had friends over in the basement and there's a whole gang of them. And I was just like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, do you guys realize that there is an adult in the house? What happened? There's there's vents and things. It's not I even can vents, hear it's not you. Even a door. I can hear you. I could hear what you're saying. And then uh, it was for her birthday. Then they grab balloons and we're sucking the healing about and swearing and their balloon voices. And voices. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it's like Smurfs. Oh, yeah. So I, I am thoroughly. Pirate Smurfs. Yeah. It's real surly Smurf. Surly Smurf. Real cursy. Um, well, I think that's going to do it for time. So we All did right. it. Um, so, yeah. So go make a struggle meal. Uh, watch out for your kids cursing at school. And, and don't forget that if you have the hiccups, drink a shot of lime juice and think about cows. Think about cows, Moo. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's Podcast 110. We will be back next Wednesday with 111. Um, please, please, please spread the word. Like, rate, subscribe, share, uh, post it in places. I mean, go to our Instagram. Like, we Anything post stuff up there. Anything you can do. Yeah. <laughs> Hook. Tell your taxi driver, I don't know. Hook us up. All right. Thanks, guys. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.